we oh. reboot I still wanted constantly. to know what happened with you and your, your Apple TV. Oh, yes. Back to remote. Yes. I've got to flung that remote against the wall. Jeez. Fucking <laughs> horrible. Um... I mean, it was useful to get Apple TV demo going. Um, we didn't get to finish the Jennifer Aniston before I sent it back. So now I have to convince the wife. To, oh no, but you can watch on the web. Yes, you can. Yeah, yes, you can. But you must web. be outside of your your free trial now. Yes, I am. I think. So maybe you have to purchase oh, one and oh, get the year free. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ironically, I was also halfway through the Jason Momoa thing. So uh, really, you watched that? Yeah, oh I my goodness! It in the end. I got sucked in. How? How? How did you get past the first episode? I, oh, I didn't it, like it. Yeah. Just the premise of it was like really dumb. I like the evil queen. She's I, I, really I don't understand how blind people could fight, like, wage wars yeah. in the manner that they did I and cross imagine, ravines I imagine, over... Yeah, I imagine <laughs> acting in that. It must be so irritating to constantly be, like, touching the ground all but the time. But there was, like, walk from place serious place fight choreography there. And I was like, the blind yeah. person, you, I don't care. I think, I think they're suggesting that you very rapidly develop a sense of where your enemy is. I don't know. <laughs> imagine if real blind people fight. It's more like, ah! <laughs> You're waving your yeah. arms around and yeah, we are on a podcast and that's a good segue into okay. the intro. Oh this is the 75th <laughs> episode of the Overclock podcast. Overclock underscore, no, Overclock ZA, Overclock ZA, all the vowels. Spell everything. it exactly like You it found it so you know what it's like. I am Lindsay Shooters, Sharp Shooters on social media, S-H-A-R-P-S-C-H-U-T-T-E-R-S. Uh, and I'm joined as always by Gavin Dudley, editor of Tech Magazine, the largest consumer tech publication on on the on, on the on the country uh, actually on the <laughs> continent i'm gonna go with on the continent our influence is spreading yeah it's big very big how are you doing gavin i'm good thanks. gavin how's, how's how's your wi-fi what's what's your wi-fi speed like uh, right fun. now oh, i'd no, like to go uh, and run a and run a speed test i mean what am i getting i'm i'm like that guy who he's a mechanic and so he always has cars parked in his driveway that don't work you yeah. know on blocks or things i'm like the tech person whose wi-fi just never lives up to its promise somehow i mean between the adsl and my wi-fi we're lucky if we get three four megabit per second and your around kids the house. are playing games like i know that. i know it's very painful it's a combination of old infrastructure combination of too many devices in line too many things every now and then it gets better but invariably it gets worse what are you doing so you think you're so much better off? uh if you have to go test that home right now you'll probably hit a peak of like 9.96 megabits per second and it will drop sharply to yes. about seven and a half okay okay <laughs> all right and that's on a promised 10 yeah yeah okay yeah, like i get very good but sometimes like it starts off at 11 which is like really, really, really promising. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I have got up to 10 and 12 minutes. So the speed. other day on Twitter, mm. someone who had just installed a rain router, mm. 5G router, was pulling like ridiculous speeds, like mm. 650 megs per second. And then I responded and I was like, you know what? That's not the speed we were promised on 5G. And I see now that rain has launched the uncapped 5G service for 700 bucks. Mm-hmm. So they really, really trying to get okay, people just from, Remind up. us who rain is again. So rain are like an independent, uh, well, they all independent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stage. But they're um, not one of the big five. Yeah. They, they, the big they, they don't yeah. have telephony. Uh, they only have data. 
So it's all mobile data sims mm. that you can they buy. They specialize in them. mobile data sims, yeah. yeah. And yeah, they started off really good. They're giving you like bundles, like free bundles like yeah. at certain times of day or during the week. So I mean, this was especially for people who weren't being properly served by telecom infrastructure. Yeah. So if telecom didn't have copper cables running into your area, into your home, then a lot of people went for rain. And then they discovered rain was so good, they would actually choose it yeah. over having a... And then so many know? people signed up and just the content yeah. rates got crazy and the speed, speed started slowed down a bit. Um, but now they've launched their 5G up in Joburg, they are planning to expand to Cape Town and Durban, and they're doing pretty good. And as I said, so the hilarious thing was, she was like, no, it would have been faster, but my husband installed it on the wrong side of the house because he didn't read properly. And then when they installed it, he also fitted it and then didn't get the WPA2 key okay. off of it, so then he had to climb back up. Oh. And then I was like, you know what? The actual thing that no one's talking about with the fourth industrial revolution is that we do not yet know the spousal conflict that will, <laughs> <laughs> that okay. will arise out of, out of all of this new technology. Because of new skills that you, I do. The engineer, so, my so Wi-Fi set up at home the huh. other day. And then suddenly I figured out that I have like these hard network building skills that I just had to learn yeah, to, sure. to appease, sure. uh, to get my wife um, decent Wi-Fi in the sure. bedroom. Yes, I'm still struggling. Nothing satisfies these people. Okay, so so with Rain, you now get the 5G router, which yes. you need to install. And in you your have home. to install a little, a little antenna, antenna yeah. up on the roof, right? Yeah. And if you choose to do it yourself, you must apply some smarts to how yes. you do it. You I'm assuming read, read, read the bland manual, right? Yeah. Okay, and they give you the 5G router. You're gonna put in the little antenna, yeah. and then you can get uncapped, and it's 700 rand, 5G speed, uncapped. Yeah. Someone showed 600, uh, yeah, 600 gigabit per second they were getting. But frankly, I mean, you know, if you're only getting up to 10 or 12 gigabit on ADSL, anything over 30 gigabits, pretty good. Yeah. Anything over 50 gigabits, and like seven, fiber like, speed. I'm, so. I'm paying for an uncapped 10 meg mm. line now. I'm paying 700 bucks. Yeah, so I'm probably yeah, the same. Yeah. That's right up there. That's yeah. super competitive. So, so fiber, I mean, fiber goes all the way down to sort of 50 gigabit per second, but really it goes up also so to There are people with 20 gig fiber, fiber line, okay. and then I look at them and I'm like, why? How? <laughs> How is that even fiber? Uh, we but only you, you use get, it to do the banking. You get yeah. 10 up though, which is good. Okay. Yeah, 10, right. Like 10 to 12 up. Anyway, moving on swiftly, another hmm. company came out with their 5G handsets, although they're not switched on for South Africa yet because you can't get a 5G mobile operator here. Samsung. Mm. Samsung are claiming that they sold out on their, their limited release of the Galaxy Z Flip on the 22nd of, yes. of this February. This is not the flip phone that we've been discussing for the last yeah. two it, it For me, it's the perfect foil okay. because they don't have any stock of the S20 yet. We haven't gotten any <laughs> review stock out. I've made countless, well, I've made three, all three requests from them and they don't have any stock yes, in no, yet. they gave they me the same yeah when yeah, it's yeah. going to come in mm. and it's dangerously little so like the first camera review that i saw go up was just like a camera hands-on by the moment crowd so the guys who make those lenses that you can put yes, onto yeah, your, yeah, your yeah, phone yeah uh, they had a and it's it's not great right now okay all of the impressions are, are not great yes ach, you know big deal the uh, the the z flip which they samsung claims is sold out yeah just a reminder, that phone costs 30,000 Rand. It's a flip-open phone. This is its novelty. We we love the phone in general. Not for 30,000 Rand. The phone. Yes, I love the phone I, in general. I like what, not, it, what not it, for it signifies for people with small hands. 
Okay, I don't, I don't go that far. <laughs> you have small hands and you want a big phone, get so, a Z Flip. So the contention with the Z Flip is what has been kind of un, un, unraveling over the last week is whether the screen is actually glass or not. And if it is glass, how do they manage to fold it flat? They just make okay. it thin. Yes, and this is what we're discovering, that in fact the glass is so thin, it's actually thinner than the width of a human hair. A human hair is about 70 microns or something like that. We think this glass could be about 30 microns thick and that's what makes it possible to fold. Then there's a, play, a layer of plastic that Samsung puts on top of that to stop it, I think, weakening with the folding. Um, but the fact is when you get glass down to that thickness it can be folded and that's what they're doing. So th this is supposed to be Mobile World Congress Week which is the big phone launch site in Barcelona. There's a lot of like mobile operators who are also walking around making deals and stuff. Um, I've been a couple of times, Gavin, you've been a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, it's a, usually a big thing, but then obviously that got cancelled because of coronavirus. Mm. And then you have like these weird virtual <laughs> launches <laughs> happening now, like all across YouTube, where the Sony head of product steps out onto a stage with no people and delivers his full keynote address. As though, <laughs> as though he's in an auditorium with thousands so of people. So for me, the funniest thing, I love the phone, I will get to that now, but the funniest thing was, he does this big reveal where he pulls the phone out of his pocket. And then waves it to the crowd yeah, that's and, not there. And he yeah. like displays it. And then the only thing that kept into my mind was like, this is a video stream. You could have showed me a product video yes, right now instead of just looking <laughs> dumb in some person's hand. You know. Oh dear. Anyway, but I love the phone. Suddenly, Sony's figured out that uh, they have all these professional users who use their alpha cameras, and they've built a lot of those technologies into the the hilariously named Xperia One Mark Two. Yeah, I don't know who <laughs> came up with that as a strategy, a naming strategy. Hey, but geez. I don't know. So, like, you're just referring briefly back to the Samsung, the S20s. So, the S20 Ultra has a 108 megapixel sensor. So, then they use, like, clever pixel binning. So, that's combining pixels into, like, one big pixel. But the quality on that is hit or miss. In good lighting, it's really good. In low lighting, it kind of does fall apart sometimes, in my experience, mm. with pixel binning. But this is... The biggest sensor on a f camera sensor on a phone now, it's a 1 over 1.7 inch phone, so it's like almost right up there, like a, mm. a, a okay. bigger than half inch. Mm. And it's a straight up 12 megapixels. So these are like big megapixels, mm. <laughs> big pixels like on, on this device. I have, I have an analogy for you. Yes. Okay. You could have a car with a really big and powerful engine yeah. that will be able to pull trees out by the yes. roots and so on. Or you could have a car with like a 1200cc engine and a, like a hectic gearbox yeah. that it uses to pretend to be a powerful yes. car, but it's really just yes. in the gearing. And that's the equivalent of what Samsung's done. They've used a tiny sensor and a lot of clever tricks yeah. to produce great photos. But the Sony sensor is more like the V8 yeah. engine that it's is just, just pure raw power. Force. Yeah. And I mm. think that's what a lot of people are doing right now, what should be being done. We should be getting bigger sensors on this mobile thing. And then they like tease this pro one and they finally, for me, they were the first company to really define what a pro device is, mm. where they have a mini HDMI or micro HDMI port that you can actually plug directly into a Sony so camera. So that, that's HDMI into the yes. phone as opposed to just yeah. out. And yeah. it can act as a display, a wired display monitor for your camera. External which camera, is yes. amazing because those things right. cost like a 4K little viewfinder little, yeah. little display yeah. that's gonna set you back like 10 or 12 grand yeah. right now yeah okay. on the open market and for 
helpful like to have a phone with a, a whole yes. functional set of cameras on right. its own. So you use the phone as an add-on viewfinder yeah. for your sophisticated cameras. Does it work with any camera with HDMI? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. It doesn't have to be tell. a Sony camera. And then right. it's because it's 5G. Then you can also then just dump off Export your footage. Export it off. Yeah. Via yeah. mm. 5G. Which okay. Is you can even stream it live. Yeah. yeah. So this mm. is actually a functional, proper tool that an actual working professional might use in their arsenal, which but, I think is great. But tough. We don't get Sony phones in this country anymore. anymore. Tough. <laughs> I mean, people who had Sony phones loved and adored them. I don't know why they pulled out of South Africa, but they did. There's probably no sign of them coming back. Sony is a very, very, very tiny player in the phone market, unfortunately, despite having uh, excellent products. Just, why excellent don't you just piss on my battery? <laughs> Come on, Gavin. Okay, well, they, they make great products. It's unfortunate. Same with LG. It's unfortunate that they've ended up as such bit players. Yeah. Gavin... Sony were also quite good. They used to make really good activity trackers. They were quite early to market mm. with those sorts of things. They were early to market with the yes, Android Wear yes, watches. Yes. Mm. Then they had mm. like this, I think it was an e-paper display. Yes, I used that for months. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were like there. They mm. were first to the yep, party. They were. And they had these amazing apps in the background as well. Yes. Kevin, how are you tracking your fitness right now? Mm. So tricky. I mean, for the longest time, I was in the Fitbit camp. And as we've discussed, yeah. once you pick a brand, you tend to stay with it because that's where all your historical data yeah. builds up over time. But then I experimented with the Sawawi uh, GT watch series. Watch GT. Yes, watch GT, sorry. And that had extraordinary battery life. And although it's big and chunky... Um, it had a lot of features I was looking for. It didn't have a whole bunch of smartphone features, uh, smart watch features, but then I didn't need that. What I wanted was long battery life, and I wanted something that was good on trail runs and was good on mountain walking. Yeah. And this, this watch did all those for me. And it was also, its sleep tracking was also very good. So I ended up with the original Watch GT. Yeah. And then I got the Watch GT 2. Well, Watch yes. 2 GT, whatever Watch it is, GT the second two. generation. Yeah. And um, I must say, I find it quite big and chunky. It's not so svelte like a, a, a Fitbit Versa or something yeah. like that would be. But I've stuck with the Huawei for now. Its app is also not great. And uh, apps like a pain in the butt to install on phones as I move forward from phone to phone. Okay, so I'm, still, I'm still on my Fitbit Ionic. Yes. Because it's the one you want. It's like three, three years old? Uh, I think so, yeah. Mm. But it's getting on now. Okay. No, but I it, mean, was the first, it was the first Fitbit that had GPS in No, it. no, it wasn't. The surge oh, from many, many moons ago. Correction. That okay. had like a battery life of like two hours. It was a huge <laughs> thing as well. Yeah, yeah. it was huge. Yeah. And it was like angled. It was like a wedge of yeah, cheese. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even like a squared up shape. Yeah, okay. Anyway, um, so that that's what I use primarily. But with I my am. running training, I get the best, like the, the best free app mm. that can give you yes, a running yes. program is Nike Plus. Yes, no, Nike a lot Run of people Club, rave sorry. about it. I've got yeah. issues with Nike generally, but okay, I yeah. hear that the Nike app is so, very good. So what I do is I kind of run the Nike app on my phone because when I'm on an Android phone, I can't sync it. Mm. to my discovery to get mm. my discovery points which is the reason why you should be tracking why yourself. can't you sync your android phone to discovery no i can't sync nike the data from oh nike yes, plus. yes yes it doesn't accept yeah. yes okay and then fitbit doesn't sync to nike plus only garmin does garmin and polar right so how are you getting around that yeah so i'm just using a gps so it can log 
so that I can tick off the little goals on my plan. Uh-huh. And then I'm just running with the Fitbit. Which to sync your data up to yes. the cloud. Yes. And then that okay. goes through and it syncs everything. So you get your points yeah. using the Fitbit, but you're actually doing your tracking and using then, the Nike like, app. like this weird thing happens where I, I obviously set my, my Samsung, the Samsung Health app mm. to trigger after like a certain amount of sustained activity mm. and then start tracking. So then I'll have two apps running yeah, on my phone. On the phone <laughs> and the watch. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Watch, which is just like this. So I'll get like serious notifications from every single. Creepers, creepers, okay. Obviously, it syncs to Strava and it syncs yeah. to like a whole lot of stuff. Okay, so so let, let me just get the picture right. Okay, so the, the Ionic has GPS, the, Ionic, the Fitbit Ionic watch has yes. GPS, and you were using that for quite a long time. Yes. I can see it showing a bit yeah. of wear. Okay, but now you decided to use the Nike running app yes. running on the phone yes. because you think it's either more accurate or it's giving you something that the it's watch is giving not giving me the, you. the running plan that okay, I can't get anywhere plan. else for free. Okay, yes. okay. But then you have previously set up the Samsung running or health activity yeah. app to also track you on your Samsung phone. Yes. I, so I, you've got the Nike app and the Samsung app running together on the yeah. phone and the watch yes. as well. Yes. Okay. And you actually take the phone on your runs. Yes, I do. Uh, okay. Yeah, we've had this discussion before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, See, I just so the nice run. thing on like iOS is Apple Health pretty much mm. works with everything yeah, except okay. Fitbit. Um, mm-hmm. You can't import data directly from Fitbit into Apple okay, Health. You have to go right. through a separate party, service, yeah, okay. and they've shut off the one that I used to use. Uh, anyway, all right. um, but the Nike stuff pitch up directly in because Nike and Apple are quite okay. close together. So, so, is your use of the Nike app directly linked to you training the curve for the for two oceans? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. So you needed need a plan to stick yeah. to. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I tend to neglect things like speed work, and uh, I'll, I'll just do a lot of junk miles, which is not uh, great for. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm buried. I'm like in a. I, just, I can't. I can't imagine running to a running plan. Oh, I suppose I can imagine how it would excite some people. So the irritation I'm having with the Watch GT, the yeah. Huawei Watch GT, is when I try and get music from the watch onto my cordless Galaxy. Galaxy Buds yeah. headphones. It's exactly as you pointed out. Clearly, the headphones receive stronger on one side than the other. Yes. So, because the watch is on my left hand side, as I run, it goes. Yes, the music drops in and out, and it passes through all the water in oh, your body. Because we are eighty percent water. Oh, and then on top of that, I inadvertently deleted all the music off the watch. I was left with the one sample track. Oh so my on my last seven k run, I listened to one track continuously on loop dropping in and out on the earbuds so I've been for running 7K. With, I've been running with my dogs a lot. And sorry to digress, but so I've, I haven't been listening to music uh-huh. actually. Um, and then I figured out that I need to up the size of, of, you know, that wing tip on the Galaxy Bud? Yes, okay. I, make I, a more secure fit. Yes, because yeah. mm-hmm. when I'm in the gym now, I just start sweating and uh, the thing just kind of out. slides uh, out okay. of my ear, uh-huh. which is weird. Anyway, so the point I'm trying to make is if I was really to slim down something, I'd either get directly into the Samsung ecosystem mm-hmm. of devices, like get the Watch Active 2 mm. Unarmor Edition, because I <laughs> love me some Unarmor. Um, or, but they are really good. Like even the Fitbit app, if you don't have it synced to a watch, if you mm. don't have a Fitbit watch, you can use the step tracking mm. and the GPS mm. on the Fitbit app right. to track whatever you're doing, okay. depending on what you're doing. All right. Um, for me, it's also then just getting that heart rate so I can get mm. like the max discovery points. Yes, okay. Keep, 300. Up the <laughs> Ooh, keep up the heart rate. Yeah, that's my main thing as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so there are options to go watchless. 
Because mm. a lot of people are buying like these weird off-brand fitness trackers yeah, that aren't syncing to yeah, like any vitality like low program. Supporting yeah. app. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so you reckon just go with the phone is your best bet. You almost guaranteed to get your discovery points. Yeah. It's a system you understand. Yeah. It's always on you. The the downside of that is that it doesn't do your through the day tracking very well unless you're carrying the phone everywhere yes. with you all the time. Yes. You know. So yeah, which it, most people do. I suppose. And it takes like uh, extra like maybe five percent hit on your battery now uh, but I mean these, okay. these phones are so efficient mm. now because they have like all sorts of co-processors right and and sleep tracking phone's still not great at sleep no, tracking phone is not good. Yeah. I mean there were these wacky apps that would detect movement in the night if you yeah. leave the phone lying next to your head on the yeah. bed you know which you don't really want to do um, but not great at sleep tracking which is a critical part of overall wellness yeah, yeah but yeah for general for general well-being and just to monitor like mm. steps or like your running stuff mm. using apps on your phone that's the it's it's a lot cheaper and a right. lot better than dealing with a really bad um, so maybe we should give people maybe just our three or four best phone apps then okay so yeah. nike is uh, for structured running plans yeah. you like yeah nike running you plan. like the samsung app samsung just health generally. Yep. if you have mm. a samsung device which is okay. one of the biggest it's the biggest selling mm. make in the in the country okay the fitbit phone only app is yes. also very very good yes very good and and it does gps in a way that its own devices don't yeah. do gps you, you have to dig a bit um, uh -huh. for the setting to turn on tracking on your phone okay okay yeah all right it's a little bit more pt than the mm. others but i mean it's just like it's like two clicks deep in the menu but the fitbit app is, is yeah, very good Fitbit app is good yeah. the huawei um, health app I, did, yeah. I haven't tried it as it's a standalone very pretty. In the it's not yeah. very pretty it's functional not very pretty it has a lot of limitations they really could raise their app game i feel if they want yeah. to be taken seriously samsung excellent lg also not bad but samsung really is the trump there and of course the samsung app will run on other phones as yes. well it doesn't have to be on a samsung phone yeah and the last thing i'd like to add is Google's version, which Google is called Fit. Google Fit, yeah, which is very sort of generic, you know, but it does it does the basics. Yes, yeah. Mm. Okay, so if you're not going to get a watchy thing, carry your phone, let your phone do your tracking. Yeah, it's, it's very all, very functional, does very the accurate. Things. Yeah, and if you're does using the GPS, GPS. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Get that Strava mileage also in. All right, <laughs> uh, Gavin. Just in closing, gadgets. I think it's time. <laughs> For me to just completely cream you <laughs> in the take a lot tech treasure yeah this week i'm afraid you have done so on the fire done. sale right now 39 percent off is the bear with me the sandisk 128 gigabyte 80 megabit per second or 80 mb slash s ultra micro uhs one <laughs> sd xc <laughs> C10, so it's a class oh. 10, 128 gig. I'm having a buffer overflow. <laughs> okay, Sandus Ultra Sanders. memory card, and it's selling for the Prince price of 200 rand, 199 rand right now on Take Entirely just by coincidence, my product's actually right next to yours on the display. <laughs> um, so, for, for those who don't really know anything about memory cards, Sandus could probably the, the, the uh, world leading brand in. Uh, memory cards. Yes, Samsung I do believe there, they got Sandisk their, their GoPro the certification back. Right, okay. losing it briefly like, three okay. years ago. Sandisk, very, very rugged, reliable memory cards. I've had memory cards fail on me, cheap brands fail on me yeah. on the regular. So Sandisk, a good way to go. My product is the Xiaomi Mi TV box. This is one of these TV boxes that runs the Android TV operating system. Um, it's not the prettiest, but it is perfectly functional. 
Uh, if you like waiting for menus to load. Xiaomi is a very, very big Chinese brand. They've struggled to get traction in South Africa, but their TV set-top box has been pretty good in my opinion. Nice, easy-to-use remote control. That is Xiaomi X-I-A-O-M-I. X-I-A-O-M-I. Xiaomi Mi-M-I TV box. Cool. S-Media player for 1,200 Rand. Awesome. Kevin, I don't got a lot of things going on right now on the website. Yeah. I've been busy with a lot of client work, which is good for yes. my no, children because no, sure. they sure. can eat now. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thatopinionguy.co.za is the website. That Opinion Guy on YouTube. Um, please like, subscribe, do all those things, ring the bell, blah, right. blah, blah. <laughs> uh, so I don't have a lot going on right now. I'm working on a lot of covert projects. So yeah, okay. what's okay. up? What's going on with you? Um, I'm looking forward a bit belatedly to reviewing the LG G8 X, yes, which is a dual too. screen phone. Really looking forward to playing with that uh, starting as soon as I get back from this podcast. And that's about it for me. I am trying to raise my Twitter game, Gavin underscore Dudley. Do follow me on Twitter. I'll be pushing out a whole lot of things, not just about tech, but about the world in general. Ah. Okay, and you have a good day now, see? Bye.